0: Triangle Tire. Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions on the show are always expressed with a certain joie de vivre. Please consult a doctor before listening, as laughter can be infectious. (music) Buckle in, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage. Your Saturday morning joyride on Zuma Radio. Got a car query? Call now. 416-360-0740. Or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. 4740
2: yee How was that?
3: That was great, Al. 10 out of 10. All right, all right, all right. I've been practicing. All week?
2: Well, my 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 sinus nasally thing is kind of oh, here he in goes light.
1: again.
2: Although I did get a I I I did get a shot yesterday for that dread the dreaded flu bug. Where in you, tush? No, my arm. <laughs> oh, your arm! I thought your doctor, Vinny Bubat, said, uh, <laughs> "Hey, bend over, you little cheeky poo." But I thought it was funny when I asked the person. I said, "Will I react?" And she said, "I wouldn't know."
3: See, <laughs> <laughs>
2: you I mean, may die. How come all of
1: his doctors are under are Russian. Russian or,
2: or German? German, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or Are Swedish? A nice
2: lady, but she said, I wouldn't put that poison in my arm. <laughs> <laughs> That's reassuring. I said, but hang on, you just put it in mine.
1: <laughs> and you walk into like a, like a, we won't mention names, but Shopper's Drug Mart. Uh-huh. And the guy giving you the shot has got drapes on it. He's got the cape. Uh-huh. He's got a mask, the shield. It's safe in here. Sure. Have you ever done this before? No, I just do this. I'm a photographer, part-time. <laughs> I just forgot. we went in a really? days ago. <laughs> He's a photographer. Really? Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Yeah. Oh boy. If you pass out, I can get the good shot and
2: I'll send it to your friends. Uh we've got some great show lined up today. We've got Dave McLean from the Canadian International Auto Show.
1: Man, it's gonna be great.
2: It's back on, back on, it, yeah. back on. Fiftieth year. Right. They missed two or three in between. Well, yes. Um and because of the you know, that stuff. That thing. With the fourth shot, you don't want to take that. Uh, so th- it's going to be bigger and better, oh, and it's, it's amazing. Gonna be,
3: yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, it's going to be and pretty he's, cool.
2: Well, he's going to give the tips, but there's going to be a lot more interactive stuff. You know, because they got them electric cars, eh? They don't smoke quite as bad as the <laughs> no, an they, R8.
1: They no, you, you can drive those indoors. Inside, Yes, exactly. no problem. I thought, so we had, the, I thought we had Ron James coming on there for a second. <laughs> maybe, maybe we do. <laughs> you can still send the money. The Maritimers are hurting. Yeah. Yep. It's the, but the, the virtual stuff they've got lined up, and uh, he'll tell you all about it. It's great. And you've got a chance to win some tickets. Tickets to the Canadian International Auto Show in February. Al, you have to pay. I have to pay? Yes. No, he doesn't. Okay. <laughs> I kept my
2: pass from two years ago. Yeah, I, I bet I, you I, did. I, I could still get in with that. And we've got Maureen Harkwell on the, on the phone with us. She's going to be calling in from uh, OMVIC headquarters. Talking about the goods and bads and things about buying cars and what you've got to look out for. Uh, you know, I was going to ask her, but we, we didn't have time. I, I'm wondering if there's way more bad people selling cars now because the dealerships don't have any cars.
3: That's a very, very good question. Yeah. And, and I have some other questions for Maureen as well. There's, you know, the, Omvic does a great job of, of, you know, trying to keep everybody in line, but there's still some weird things that go on in the, in the car selling world. Oh, absolutely. You
2: know, cars are. Stolen and, and 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 whatnot and and absconded from people. Uh,
3: I I saw absconded. on uh, on Twitter that the Toronto police discovered a stolen and re-vend, uh Land Rover.
2: Well, Land Rovers the number one on the list. Yeah, they, oh, they get stolen. They steal. get
3: stolen all the time. And uh, yeah, I have
1: I have uh, a Range Rover coming up in a couple of weeks, and uh, it will not be visible to anybody. It's uh, and I'm seeing them everywhere. And It seems this is going to be a sexist remark, not meant to be, but I'm sure the phones will go, that's sensitive, don't talk about that. Young ladies are in Range Rovers, Mm -hmm. and they are aggressive as hell. (laughs) I have never seen blue jay birds flipped at me so many times. That's because really? you, you drive slow, Steve. Easy. That's My the, son says that. Dad, yeah. you drive slow See? and you and you wander in the lanes. Well, there's a technique. There's a technique <laughs> there's with no that. Technique for when that. you're over sixty, there's a technique for wandering. That's, that's called
3: uh, hand your license back into the province. Thanks, son. I'll do that tomorrow, <laughs> as
2: soon as I can find it. All right. Well, (laughs) myself and uh, Brian and the uh, third guy in the studio, our studio audience will be live right after this break. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back.
3: Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max here in the studio with Alan Gelman, uh, and uh, still Alan Gelman, and uh, Steve. I don't know why he's here, but he's uh, <laughs> here in the studio with us as well. Um, and uh, get you big time. That's right. And uh, don't don't forget to go to davescornergarage.com for your chance to win a set of triangle tires and crown application. And the best part of all of this prize is that Al is installing the tires personally well, for the winner. I think it'll be one of his mechanics. No. You know, Al promised he was going to do oh. this. Oh.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, I, okay, I, I could be helping, you know, put it on the car, provided they're not 20s, and then I'm going to say, oh, my arm is sore and I'm too old. <laughs> <He's> such a <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, and then I can man the gun. The gun is easy. And you screw the uh, bolts in? Uh, n- <laughs> with the gun. Yeah. I don't <laughs> call them nuts. I just well, call we, them bolts we, we
1: We use a torque stick, so, you know, if you do it properly... You're good, and you're supposed to bring it back. Whatever, after you've put your winter tires on, you're supposed to bring it back. Bring it back. Whatever. After the first hundred kilometers, yeah, I, I retork my uh, my lug nuts every uh, oh, hundred lug... kilometers. After I change, I thought wheels, you said but... something else. No, <laughs> I said lug nuts.
3: Well, I've
2: seen you drive. It's no wonder. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right, bite me. Would you just get on with it? No, no, <laughs> no. You I was talking about Brian. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you were. Yeah. Yeah. Brian, our automotive journalist, and then makes and... all those uh, YouTube videos. And here I am smoking the tires. You know? Oh
3: yes, yeah, so, yeah. So you know, on on YouTube, I got the I got the best comment uh, today in a really yeah, that's long cool. time. Talk about that. Yeah. Right? So um, on Wednesday, and this you can go to Dave's Corner. Uh, Facebook page, mm-hmm. and, and a link to this video is there. So sometimes I do educational topics, and, and in this case, I got tired of, of uh, primarily Dodge Challenger drivers telling me I was seated wrong behind the wheel. It's like, yeah, sorry, guys, I've, I've won a bunch of championships in racing and you know, kind of know how to drive. I might know how to sit behind the wheels. So I got tired of you know that argument, so I put together a video and distilled all the stuff that I know about how to sit properly into a way that anybody can understand. And explain the you know the whys and wherefores and why you should do this right. and why you should do this and there's there's lots of cool tips in there but uh, it's uh, it's on the YouTube channel and uh, somebody actually on Wednesday took my advice reseated themselves in the car and you know had nothing but but great things to say so they've got more control over the vehicle they feel more in control of the vehicle of course you can get more out of the car if you drive a little faster like I do and uh, and then there's uh, some tips in there about how to basically eliminate blind spots yes but do you look cool I always look cool.
2: <laughs>
1: and there's Al. <that>. Sorry,
2: Al. <laughs> I, no, I, I don't get those guys where they put the seat all the way back. I guess Brian was, we were talking about earlier. <laughs> and apparently
1: there's a reason for that. It's called. So
2: if you're a bad guy and you have to avoid getting shot, you want to be behind the metal portion. The,
1: the B pillar. The, as the, opposed
2: the, to being right in the window. So yeah. what's it
1: called? What's it called?
2: The B pillar.
3: Now, colloquially, it's it's called the the gangster lean. When the you're gangster lean, lean. When you're seated way back, way far away from the steering wheel, and your your body is uh is protected by that B pillar, the pillar that's behind the door. Yeah, that'll get through. I
2: think the craziest one is where I actually saw somebody where it was leaning back so far he had to use his other arm
3: <laughs> to, to hold, to hold, himself,
2: hold up. himself up, and I thought, well, no wonder they don't signal. First Listen, of if all. you're if
1: you're over 60 and your back is screwed, I put my seat right back. But I saw the video, and you're actually. It looks like to somebody who wouldn't know. Yep. you're you're actually jammed in near the steering wheel. But I yeah. tried it a couple days ago, mm-hmm. and it was good. I even got oh, are up. you
2: right up on the wheel?
1: Well, that you know, watching like, video, not exactly NASCAR style, I'm but check it out. yeah, it's it's close. So and how do you find the video?
3: Uh, it's uh, go to Dave's Corner Garage uh, Facebook page, and right. there's a, it's one of the uh, latest posts. Uh, or to my YouTube channel, but uh, it's all there. And uh, great tips there. If, if, if you haven't, you know, if you don't really feel comfortable behind the wheel, I highly recommend watching my own video. Okay, so he's humble.
1: Yeah. Enough of his promotion.
2: <laughs> well, I wonder how many people actually think about, you know, that position in terms of how it's going to you know affect how I drive the car as opposed to just being comfortable right
3: yeah most people focus on, on comfort rather right. than you know being in control and and uh you know most people sit way too far from the steering wheel and the pedals and what about a, the issue
2: always, where, where <laughs> <laughs> what about that issue for you know People with short legs, and you didn't want to be too close to the steering wheel in terms of getting hurt by airbags.
3: Uh, well, the, the the latest generation airbags deploy a little bit uh, differently than the old school ones, but, you know, if you're in a 20-year-old car with an airbag, that's going to hurt.
2: Funny uh, you should mention it. I was going <laughs> to mention it later. If you have a Chrysler, <laughs> yes? and you still have Takata airbags in your car... Ooh, recall? They just announced, like, a do-not-drive thing. Oh, that's bad. Two or three people had recently, in the last couple of weeks, got killed in, in the United States. Ooh, by, oh, that's not good. Uh, airbags going off. That's so not good. Uh, if you've got any kind of car and you're
1: not sure about, uh, recalls, get it checked out. Okay. The, for the, getting back to the driving thing, how to sit properly. Mm-hmm. I was always taught at uh, young drivers of Canada, uh-huh. um, 10 and two. No, that's so, that's like ancient. Don't call me old or I'll smack N- you. No,
3: it's a, it's an, it's an old <laughs> idea. I'm not calling you old. I, I hope I can teach an old dog like you new tricks. But yeah, no. she
1: can. Son.
2: Go <laughs> right uh, ahead. Steve used to have a Necker's knob in his car. Uh, I yeah. Say.
3: So <laughs>
1: what's wrong with that? I love those Necker's.
3: <laughs> I, I I saw one on television. I don't know what we are watching. I saw a, you know something on television, and there was a Necker knob on the on the steering wheel, and I and I shouted out, "There's a Necker knob here!" And of course, my wife is like, "What are you talking about?" But uh, no, hands what? hands at uh, nine and three. And if you look at your steering wheel, no matter what you're driving, you'll you'll find that the steering wheel is designed to have your hands at nine and three. And what about your thumbs? Yeah, well, you generally don't want to hook them on the on right. the over the rim. Yeah, right. Totally. You
1: gotta do the palm. Right? No, don't palm. Oh, no, a meal. nurse
2: a nurse told me because you end up with uh, airbag thumbs or something. When the airbag goes off, it breaks both your thumbs. Just apparently. get the fourth shot; that'll take care of it. <laughs> I'll tell you where you can put your thumb in a minute. This okay. is Dave's Corner Garage, and after the break, we're gonna find out everything that's new and exciting at the Canadian International
3: Auto Show. Stick around. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max here in studio with Alan Gelman and uh, Steve is hanging out. I'm not quite sure why he's hanging out in the studio, but uh, easy, y'all you smack your poppy. Hey, well, you know, <laughs> next next year is going to be a cool year because the Canadian International Auto Show is back for uh, well celebrating fiftieth year, and we've got Dave McLean on the air with us. Dave, how are you?
4: I'm doing great, guys. How are you doing this morning?
1: Fantastic.
4: Good. So, what's the date? What's the date? Is that the first question you're going to come at me with? Is what's the date of the auto show? He's
1: such a good reporter, isn't he?
4: This is tough journalism here. I'm telling you, <laughs> <laughs> that's, why that's why it's free. Well,
2: I'm making my vacation plans. Steve said I need to know when you're not going to be here, so I need yeah. to
4: know. No, the, the show's scheduled for February 17th to 26th uh, in 2023, of course. And uh, we're excited. It's been it's going to be three years since we've uh, put on a presentation for the public, and uh, you know it's going to be different this year. It's going to be exciting.
2: But in the same location, down at the
4: uh Center? Convention Center, North and South Buildings, yeah, we, we, we're the largest, uh, I think, partner they have in terms of the, taking over the total venue and the number of days that we're there. So it's, uh, it's big for them as well. I know that they've struggled like so many other businesses over the last couple of years.
2: Now, in the past, for the most part, all you could do is look at cars, but you said there's going to be a lot more interactive stuff this year.
4: Yeah, I, I, you know, there's this, obviously this new, new market that's evolving called electric vehicles, and that allows us to be a little bit more flexible. We've had some, you know, an EV test track in the past, but, you know, there's a possibility, and we're still working out a lot of the details, That there'll be some indoor, uh, test track opportunities. We've got an outdoor, a full outdoor test track opportunity. Uh, we'll have a, a what we call electric city which is a 30,000 square foot feature dedicated not just to electric vehicles but probably more so to the ecosystem that surrounds electric vehicles because people have so many questions and really don't understand to a, d- a greater degree what ownership of electric vehicles uh, involves.
2: I, I can't imma- I always laugh when people start talking about range anxiety and 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 they seem to have gotten past that for the most part, you know.
4: Um Yeah. It's, it's, I, I think there's a lot of anxiety when, when people don't know things. I think it's, it's you know, it's, you know how long, what's the charge? Like, what's the distance, as you say, that that car will will carry me on uh, when it's warm weather, when it's cold weather? How long does it take to charge it up? What is the cost to charge that battery up? What does it cost if I have to replace that battery? What's the residual value of my vehicle after four years of if I have an electric vehicle? When, you know, people also look at how are these, you know, the, the power plant electric vehicles, the batteries themselves, how are they going to improve over the you know, the coming years, and when is the right time to jump in? So there's all kinds of questions that people are going to have for exhibitors, uh, be they manufacturers or, you know, sort of aftermarket suppliers uh, of electric vehicles.
3: Yeah, Dave, I I totally agree. I've been testing a lot of EVs this year, partly because I've got a level uh, two charger at home, which makes my life a little bit easier. But, um, you know, now that I've I've jumped in, uh, not as an owner, but at least as a a regular tester, um, this is the golden age of EVs. Uh, Charge rates are are low, Um, at least in this part of the world. We've got a great charging infrastructure. So when I test an EV, I don't change anything I do. I still go on long road trips. And and, uh, the only difference is I, uh, I, I, Put power in the car in a different way. And that's it.
4: Yeah, I think you're right. I mean, years ago we approached Toronto Hydro and wanted to talk about uh, you know having them involved at the show with the very first EV that was coming to the market, and they said, you know, we're you're way ahead of us. We have to get smart meters into homes in the city, and and that's a big part of it too, because you can't have everybody charging up vehicles regardless of how strong our grid is. And you're right, uh, we've got a we've got a very solid infrastructure here in Ontario. But you can't have everybody doing it at the same time. So it's, it's uh, you know, there's going to be all kinds of different programs that are made available to the public. Uh, there are different times that are going to be, you know, giving you incentive to charge then. Uh, it's accessibility. I think that as, as long as we continue to increase the accessibility to charging stations, uh, I think that everything will go along. Uh, you know, the, the evolution will uh, happen just fine.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I I, I I, will confess, I love driving lots of these EVs. Not all of them are great, but uh, most of them are just a blast to drive.
4: They, they really are. It's a different driving experience, and that's the one thing that we have to get across. It's a different driving experience, so people have to be ready for that. And I think that's really what's going to excite the most, is just understanding how it's different.
3: And uh, you're probably going to have some new EV manufacturers at the show next year.
4: Yeah, yeah, we are. I mean, you know, we continue right up to the finish line. We continue working with the various manufacturers, and, you know, whether it's Rivian or, or Lucid, uh, Vinfast has already made up a huge commitment to the show. Uh, but we work right up to the finish line in trying to get everybody involved in, in participating and participating and, you know, presenting, mm-hmm. <coughs> excuse me, presenting their brand in the way that they feel is commensurate with, uh, with what they're doing in their other marketing campaigns.
2: Well, absolutely. I mean, you got so many new companies that people have no clue. I mean, we were at Yorkdale, and and my wife said, "What's a Polestar?" Uh, <laughs> you
3: know. Well, clearly, she doesn't watch my YouTube channel.
2: No, and normally, you know, Polestar is somebody on a brass pole, right? Right. But, but that's not the type <laughs> of no, one we're no, talking
3: about. No, no,
2: that, <laughs> no, that's not it.
3: But yeah, Polestar is an, is an EV automaker that's kind of related to Volvo. Yes, I
2: know. Exactly. I know. That's yeah. where the Swedish. Full stars come from. Yeah, that, well, that, that's a long story, which we don't have time for. Why
4: does he do this every time?
2: Now, you have special packages that you normally put together for families and whatnot?
4: Yeah, you know what? I think it's safe to say that if you go to the auto show and you plan your way to the auto show, you're going to be you know, faced with the same prices that we had in some cases since 2018. Uh, you know, uh, uh, there are family admission tickets. There are, uh, you know, special uh, save six after six type of programs. What we're trying to do is just spread the audience out over, you know, uh, during different periods in which it was there was all kinds of capacity. I mean, we w- we all want the uh, uh, attendees of the show to experience the auto industry. In all of its diversity, everything that they have in, in a you know, in relative comfort and ease and make sure it's a positive experience. And, and I think that in back in twenty twenty we we just tweaked the program just right. We had a lot of positive feedback from our manufacturers, from the attending consumers. So we're looking at continuing with the same type of thinking, the same type of programs and making it easy. Of course, the big difference this year is that all tickets will be available online.
2: And the website is
4: autoshow.ca and uh, that, that uh, will be in effect. Uh, November 15th is the first day that we're going to be releasing tickets. Looking for those early bird uh, incentives and uh, you know, different ways to, to, uh, to buy your tickets for the auto show. But uh, November 15th will be the launch date. And from there, everything will quite literally snowball.
2: Excellent. Um, will yeah, people have the opportunity to, to view a whole lot of it, you know, online during it or not really? You want to come down in person primarily?
4: Well, it's you know what this is. That's a great question because in the future we've got to you know reimagine what the auto show you know the business that we're in and really the the business that we're in is exposing as many people as we can to the new car buying experience. So I think you'll see our digital platform expanding in the future. Uh, All right, being accessible to more Canadians across the country.
2: Dave, thank you very much. Okay, guys. All, All right, right. bye bye. Thanks, bye bye. I messed up. We were at the end, eh? Yeah. And stop talking. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back.
3: Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage. I'm Brian Max in the studio with Alan Gelman and uh, Steve. Steve, Mr. No, Steve is here for some reason. We don't know why. Would but you uh, lay off with that. Yeah, well, it's unusual. We, we liked it better when you were uh, okay, traveling.
1: Go, I'll go golfing now. Goodbye.
3: Okay. Yeah. yeah have, have a great round. See you later. Uh, joining us on the air is Maureen Harquail from Anvec. Maureen, how are you?
5: Good morning, gentlemen. How are you?
3: Very well. Thank you. So we need protection.
5: Well, we do, and uh, OMVIC is here to do just that, in fact. Uh, we, uh, as you, your listeners probably know, I've been on your show a few times, but mm-hmm. uh, we, we regulate um, motor vehicle sales in the province of Ontario.
2: Yeah, I mean, ever since there was horse trading, it's kind of, a, a lot of things are still the same way.
5: Well, you know, I'm not sure I'd say that. I think uh, certainly the legislation that we operate under, the Motor Vehicle Dealers Act, uh, certainly uh, I think can give some reassurance to uh, consumers in Ontario who are looking to buy a car that they have a resource they can go to.
2: Absolutely. I mean, so many people are... are, They they just think the government is there to to support everybody, and whatever type of kettle of fish you get into, I can always get out, I'll find someone to do that. But if you buy stuff on your own... You are on your own, right?
5: Well, you know, that's, that's what we say to, to consumers in Ontario. Uh, we, of course, are responsible for regulating dealers in Ontario, dealers and salespeople. And, uh, you know, it's important that for Ontarians, if you're looking to buy a car, then we're encouraging you to, to use an ONVIC registered dealer. And uh, that, that means that if you're buying from someone who's registered with us or, or licensed with us, is that you'll be able to uh, get additional protection if something doesn't go just the way it should. So um, you know, there's a, there's a big concern out there with people who are selling cars, uh, not just you know selling your own vehicle because you've you've decided you want to you want to get something else, but are really a, are are avoiding getting registered with OMVIC. And are acting as as, well we call them curbsiders and curbsiders are individuals who who pose as private sellers and they pretend to sell a a, a personal vehicle but really they're in the business of buying and selling cars so that's a big risk for consumers in Ontario now
2: maybe maybe this is a very simple question but can anybody just rent a lot string up some light bulbs and sell sell cars there legally
5: No. In order, if they're going to do that, they need to be registered or licensed with OMVIC. And we have a whole registration licensing process to make sure that the people who are selling cars licensed by OMVIC meet a certain standard. And then, of course, abide by that standard uh, going forward. So really to make sure that Ontarians are protected.
2: So aside from a sign that says quality used cars, what should they sign? Should they be looking for?
5: So really, the, the one of the important things, of course, is to make sure that the, uh, the the dealer that you're dealing with is is registered by OMVIC, and we have uh, any OMVIC registered dealer will have a blue and yellow decal mm-hmm. uh, on their dealership uh, doors or walls. You can also go in and ask, ask the individuals to provide you with their OMVIC license, ask to see their identification if you're not sure, so really, those are some of the basics, like when you just make sure who you're dealing with is who they say that you're dealing with.
2: And and perhaps if you could just outline quickly, what protection do they get? What what services do you provide?
5: Yeah, so, you know, I, the, the most important thing is that if you're dealing with an OMBIC registered dealer, if something should go wrong, uh, individuals in Ontario can uh, make an application to our Motor Vehicle Dealers Compensation Fund, which is a consumer protection program financed by ontario's registered dealers and uh, you know it it has been there for ontarians for 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 decades now uh we've provided compensation uh in uh, over six million dollars of compensation to consumers when they've had a problem with a a registered dealer um and and really you have to obviously you have to meet certain criteria um, but you would be eligible and could qualify for up to $45,000 per vehicle transaction. So, um, you know, we, we have a, an individual board, a specialised board, a board of trustees that consider and manage the fund and then consider the applications that come in for compensation. Um, you know, for us, though, it's just so important for Ontarians that if you think you're, you're not dealing with an, with an OMVIC registered dealer, please, let us know it's just so important because we can investigate those curbsiders those illegal sellers and we can prosecute them so if you think you're dealing with a curbsider we encourage people to to reach out to us at nocurbs at ca, or they can call us at 188 no curbs 6628727
3: that that is fantastic. I didn't realize you could do that. And uh, Maureen, I've got a question because I was helping a, a friend try to understand the uh, the value of her vehicle, and and uh, went on one of the you know popular used car websites, and uh, came across an ad for something similar. So you know, of course, I was curious, click through, and, and what I don't I don't know if this uh, if this applies to Amvic licensed dealers, but what I. What I found was that, you know, the, the price was the price and the, the car was represented uh, relatively accurately. But what they did in the, in the, in the description of the ad is uh, they made a statement that the, the vehicle was not um, certified. And for it to be certified, it was an additional $995. Is that, I mean, certainly to me that I, I wouldn't be dealing with that dealer. That just doesn't seem forthright. But is, what, what is your position on something like that?
5: Yeah, I, well, I guess, you know, number one, they, they did put it in the, in the advertisement, which, you know, if they're going to have additional fees, they need to, to put that in the advertisement. Because remember, in Ontario, we have something called all-in price advertising. So if a vehicle is advertised, in fact, the, the entire price should be there. And the only thing that can be added after the fact is HST and licensing. So, they put it in, um, you know, I, I guess, you know, good thing that they put it in. Uh, obviously, I think we would be encouraging dealers to to have what that certified price is, and that should be the all-in price. Um, you know, because the problem is, is that, you know, if you have that vehicle that you just mentioned at a certain price, uh, a dealer down the street could have the exact same car, but it will show the certified price, which, again, would show a discrepancy. So... Uh, we would certainly be encouraging dealers to put the all in price, a uh, certified price in.
2: Now, you've been talking for primarily on the, the economic side of things. So, in other words, some, you buy a car that happens to be stolen, for example, uh, there is a compensation fund. But on, on the mechanical side of things, me being a mechanic, um, you know, you're know, you buying a used car, you want to know condition. Um, is, is there any, like, we advise people to certainly take their used car and have it inspected before we buy it. But sometimes there's pushback. What, what happens in that case?
5: Well, and, and excuse me. And again, it's uh, certainly if you if you think you're dealing with a curbsider, or you're not sure, there's certainly some uh, some warning signals, let's call it, okay. uh, that Ontarians should be worried about or should be on the lookout for. Um, of course, one of them is, uh, you know, if you're you're dealing with someone, you should always ask that seller for their identification mm-hmm. and the proof of ownership. Oh. If the vehicle isn't registered in the seller's name or it's only been registered for a short period of time, that's a red flag. Um, another one is be be really wary if, if, that, if that seller refuses to have the vehicle, allow you to have that vehicle inspected. That's another red flag. Um, the other thing we strongly recommend is to always purchase a used vehicle information package that's known as a UVIP. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get that from the Ministry of Transportation and that will give Purchasers, a whole ton of great information, uh, everything from the year, make, model of the car, uh, the vehicle registration history in Ontario, including present and previous owners, the odometer reading. Very important to have that written mm. down somewhere. Um, also, whether there's any, v- any liens on the vehicle uh, and, of course, the condition of the vehicle and whether it's received a safety standards certificate. So that UVIP is just so critical to purchasing a, a, a motor vehicle. Um, the other thing, of course, is checking that the vehicle's odometer hasn't been tampered with. You want to look for excessive wear on the interior or the exterior of the vehicle. Um, and then two other things, really. Make note if the, if the seller... Uh, has more than one vehicle for sale, again, that can really be a telltale sign that you're dealing with a curbsider. Uh, and, of course, keep in mind that if the vehicle is pro- is priced below market, uh, Huh. You should be suspicious, right? Yeah. Some if the deal is too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true. No,
2: I, I think there's so few vehicles on the market. They are even selling those at full pop. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like <laughs> so you know, there was no warning sign. I paid the full price. Uh, <laughs> yes, you will be paying the price if you don't get it inspected and if it's not from a registered dealer. Absolutely.
5: Yeah. 100%.
2: All right. People want to know more about OMVIC. How do they find out? In fact, if you want to find out if a guy's registered or not, you can do that online, right?
5: Absolutely. Uh, Just go to OMVIC.ca, go to our website, and you can enter the dealer's name and see if they're actually registered with us. The other thing, too, is, you know, reach out to us before you even start your car buying process. Mm -hmm. We've got tons of great information on our website. We also have a consumer support team. Uh, that can provide expert advice and answer all your questions before you even walk into that dealership. And they can reach us at 1-800-943-6002, or they can email us at consumers at ca. Do
2: your homework. It's a lot better to be prepared rather than try to fix it after the fact, eh? Absolutely. Maureen, thank you very much. Have yourself a great weekend and keep up all the good work that you guys do at OMVIC
5: always great to be on your show gentlemen
2: take care all right take care all right this is dave's corner garage we'll be right back
3: welcome back to dave's corner garage i'm brian max in studio with alan gelman uh steve just ran away we're not quite sure why but uh we're gonna i think we're gonna give away a pair of tickets to the uh canadian international auto show in february Absolutely, absolutely. And did you know Paul Tracy very well yourself? Uh, You know what? I don't think I've ever met him. Okay. And uh, there was a story I was working on a little while ago that I wanted to uh, talk to him about. Just one of those things was never able to connect. Right. So we're going to give away a pair of tickets to the Canadian International Auto Show. Mm -hmm. And uh, so um, we're going to ask one uh, lucky listener a question. You got it? it? It's sort of a skill-testing question. Skill-testing question. When is the Canadian (laughs) International Auto Show? So... Uh, Call us at 866-740-4740. That's 866-740-4740. What's the question again, sir? That that question is, when is the Canadian International Auto Show? Oh, very good. And, you know, after a couple of years of uh, no Canadian International Auto Show, it's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Always fun. And Family
1: Day is always a huge day. Well, you know, you just gave it away. No no it's just it's family day. I didn't say what month. <laughs> Come on, you... and, and and what's interesting is be way
2: more interactive stuff. I mean, you know, cuz in the old days, I remember being there for a press day and it was the they were just bringing out the Audi R8 so they decided uh, yes. they wanted to whoa, you are old. make it exciting so they were going to start it up. Yes. <laughs> and they did. Uh-huh. And everybody just about died in the basement. We were inside. Yes. And it was like <laughs> <laughs> i thought these supposed to be environmentally sound well, they're, but,
3: they're, they're uh, supposed to be but uh oh it was crazy you know they've got uh the the v10 uh, audi r8 that's actually a lamborghini engine
2: oh okay yeah
3: cool
1: car i love driving those cars well they bought the a lamborghini what are you driving what'd you drive into the station with today a honda okay a mm-hmm. hot hot honda mm-hmm. it's nice yeah
3: i i i drove a car that nobody can buy because they're all entirely sold i I drove in the uh, bmw m4 csl which is kind of a track car
1: you know and you see how much things have changed and just not just it's been a long we're in the third year of this stuff it's over it's yeah it's over (laughs) biden said here's the deal it's over okay (laughs) and ford goes it's over and trudeau goes you're over. Let's leave that alone. <laughs> but, no, this yeah. is not a politics show. Oh no, well, it could be. He just has <laughs> not arms. No, He'll be in no, the no. washroom somewhere. Yes. But it's uh, it's been um, it'll be three years before it's come back, right? It's That's right.
3: Yeah, I remember being at the uh, at the at the one in 2020, and, and you know, of
1: course I was dressed properly in a suit, and uh, that was woo. probably the last suit I wore for for uh, at least a year and a half. And David McLean and his group, Justin Poy. And Jason Campbell, everybody up there in Markham. Yeah, and Jason's
3: great. Hey, did I tell you where I met Jason? I met Jason in Monaco. Uh, Excuse me. Yes. Oh, we have a winner here. We have a winner. We have a winner of the tickets to the Canadian International Auto Show. That's Paul Payman. Mm -hmm. Paul, thank you very much for uh, calling in. Those tickets are yours. We're going to sort out how we're going to get those to you, but you'll be able to
1: enjoy the uh, auto show in uh, February. Well, Val's, uh, Val's putting in tires to the winner of the... Triangle Tire Contest and the Crown Contest, maybe I can drive out to visit Mr. Payman. I, that's a different. That's a different price. So, and of course, don't
3: forget to go to Dave'sCornerGarage.com because we're giving away a set of triangle tires and a crown application. And uh, the best part of the prize is Al is installing the tires personally on and, your vehicle.
2: And if your car got stolen, if, yeah. what's, <laughs> what's that? And your dealer can't find your new one, and you go buy a used one, you got to make sure that you do your homework, please. Omvic.on.ca. Uh easier to find out beforehand who the good guys are and the bad guys, what the rules are, yep. Rather than them you coming to them going. I bought this car for, at a donut shop, and now it, <laughs> now it doesn't police, work. The police came with a tow truck, and they, <laughs> they towed it away. What do I do?
3: Yeah, so make, make sure when you're looking at buying a, a, a car, whether it's uh, new or used, uh, check out ombic.ca or o- dot .owen.ca before uh, before you buy. And, you know, if you've got any questions about your dealer, if something doesn't feel right, you can always call them as well.
2: Otherwise, you may be going to ttc.ca to buy a Presto card because...
3: <laughs> 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 Might be without a car. You can load
2: them up from home, eh? It's a really amazing thing. but But, yeah, you know, people... So often, people think, you know, that, well... Isn't there someone I can call who's going to fix this? And that's not the case Doesn't, at all. Yeah,
3: you know, you know, like, like anything, especially with cars, especially with used cars, you have to protect yourself.
2: I just had a guy in yesterday, and he told me that he bought a car, and 5Ks later, the motor blew
1: up. And the dealer oh. said,
2: "Sir, you're 5Ks over your warranty, and that was it.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. And do you think people are panicking a bit more because, you know, there aren't that many cars available, period. Like, people are asking me uh, on on our Facebook page, okay, I have $5,000, I want to get a used car. Good luck. These days, good luck. You're not going to find anything. The average average used car, Mm let's say from 2012 on, Mm -hmm. is $10,000. Sure. That's the average. And people think, that's a lot of money, but it is. it is.
3: The, the, like, you know, one of the, one of the cars that uh, I bought in, I don't know, 2016, 2017, something like that. You didn't if, buy a jet? I thought you bought a jet by then. Uh, yeah, I got a, you know, G5, whatever. Okay, but, yeah, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll, take the, I'll take the jet home. Uh, not, and for, you know, because of the strange market, the car is worth the same as it was when I bought it. I mm-hmm. can sell it for the, the same price yeah. that I purchased it for, and I've put a ton of miles on it. Right. It's a, it's a strange market.
2: Yeah, it really is. And the sad part is, you know, that five grand that you think would buy you a decent car is really, really a $1,000 car from years ago. So all that gets you is Mm. I am now the proud owner of a crappy car club. Membership. That's it. Right.
3: <laughs> and and what's the website for that one? In case uh, I that's wanted to it. do cra- Crap Car uh, Grand Prix
1: winner.com. Oh, it's a backslash. I bought, right.
2: I bought a blank box. Dot com.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Carlos,
2: thank you very much for keeping the wheels on our show.
1: He's the marathon man. Yes.
2: I know. I saw him waving. He was like freaking out. Hey, eh? <laughs> Al, stop talking. We got to go to break. Hey, eh? and,
1: <laughs> and then I asked somebody another question. Dumb, dumb move. That's dumb move. how it goes. I think Norris is still talking. <laughs> All, All right. right. Later. Ladies and gentlemen,
2: drive safe. Not like Steve. And uh, (laughs) what's
1: with just get the bus tracks off my belly here? We'll be back next week. Bye, everyone. Going golf and goodbye.
0: This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from ten to eleven on Zoomer Radio, the new AM seven forty.